Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I've been showering with you since I don't know when. It's totally natural to mother's love. I tell you all the time, you're my only friend. And I really love your lasagna. Look at me now. Will I ever learn? I don't know how. But when you suddenly lick my face, you run away and I start to chase. Yes, it's strange I want to sit in your bath. Yes, it's strange that you're a sociopath. Whoa, whoa. Mama Mia, here we go again. Date night for three, no it doesn't suck. Mama Mia, I was low again. Thank you for paying for my tummy tuck. Yes, from that rose colony. Hey, that commercial for a Mom, 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 I'll never let you go. Mama Mia, here I go again. Date night for three, no We're it here. Suck. We're back. We're with the mother lovers we love. It's mothered. <laughs> oh, I'm a you know I'm a mother lover, so I can say that. So much has happened since wow. we did smothered for season two. You missed a lot, and I feel like I'm a different person after watching Extreme Sisters. And I kind of think, wow, this seems tame. And I Wait. know that's fucked up. It's like it's like the guy that is like just so like, like when you had a twelve had, inch had, dick, and then you had <laughs> he's literally had dicks, footballs, lamp posts, everything's in his asshole, and then he falls in love and like boyfriend dick. He can't feel anything. Is that all there is? <laughs> is that all there is? Is that all there is to a dick? <laughs> Google Peggy Lee is that all there is or oh. or the Bette Midler Peggy Lee album oh, that's a great song is that all there is to a fire ooh she was so good I didn't know Bette Midler had a Peggy Lee oh, album oh it's so good I used to sell oh, it yeah, at the, I, I used to sell it at the gay bookstore 
<laughs> of course you did. Of course, y'all happy pride. You're gay now. Because <laughs> I'm talking about gay. Talking about Bette Midler and Peggy Lee in the first minute. It's true. Um, it's true. Happy so, Pride, though, happy y'all. Happy Pride, everybody. Um, uh, so, y'all, this is Smothered, uh, season three. We've got episode one. Three returning couples. And yes, we call them mother couples. Three returning yes. mother daughter couples. Uh, Cher and Dawn. We've got uh, Angelica and Soon Hee, our favorite uh-huh. pair of intergalactic yeah. cocktail waitresses. Waitresses. Uh, and then we've also got, uh, Kathy and Christina, uh, Gene Simmons and her daughter. Yep. Um, which y'all, I love it that Kathy is actually <laughs> leaning into the Gene Simmons comparisons. She has, <laughs> she has shirts that has Gene Simmons face on it. Now she's I, totally leaning into it. She's totally into it. I love it. I, um, unfortunately she has not backed down her street, which I will say the first time she did it. I saw her do it on the first season. I laughed uncontrollably. I don't know why. <laughs> she just backed down the street to her daughter's house. Y'all, if if you haven't seen season t- two of Smothered, you're missing out. Oh, and if so you haven't good. listened to if you haven't listened to our season two of Smothered, you're gonna miss a lot of references, probably. I, I well, some. I mean, th- this episode is on our free feed because we drop um, we're dropping the first episode. On the free feed for every the first one or the first two? First I two, usually. Okay, so they're on the free feed for everybody. So if you're listening, uh, this is normally going to be on the $8 tier, whether you're doing Patreon or whether you're doing Supercast. Um, you can get uh, those are both at the $8 tier. But yes, so if we season two is a gift, we need, however, this season, because we only had three returning mother daughter couples, we need to say, a fond farewell to uh, 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 Mary, Mary and Brittany, uh, as well as Frank, who passed uh, this best. year. Uh, he's well, in heaven Frank. doing a, having a tea time with Dean Martin and uh, possibly Sammy Davis Jr. Pouring Frank, out I a chocolate, chocolate martini, martini and getting all the strippers oh. I could have asked for. Frank, uh, may you get all the strippers. And not vomit she, on their feet. I don't think she would want him to have strippers even in heaven. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. I, I'm i like, I want to do a crossover and now do Mary on The Single Life. Like That's I, too just meta. See, I don't think that's too hard. Uh, no. I'm, I still hold hope that Mary and Brittany will. I'm hoping that this season of Smother will come out. They won't be as famous and they'll miss it. I feel like they're just hopefully recouping because Frank died and they just couldn't do the season. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm and sure it was hard for back. her. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure I'll, hopefully they'll come back. Uh, and Brittany will be there in all of her glory and all of her hulking in the, in the back of every <gasps> scene. Being a correctional <laughs> officer. Scare me. So we're going to have. Totally fucking inmate. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Male or female. Well, or something bisexual. in between. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, she um also, y'all we're, we we don't have tea smeller and her daughter we don't and have her Sarah and Lori. Uh good riddance, honestly. I always felt kind of pukey whenever they were around. We also who else do we don't have? We don't have driving down the highway. Oh, I, oh, I'm kind Elena. of glad I'm kind of glad she's not there so she can't sue us for using her song. <laughs> oh, 
We're still going to sing yeah. driving on the highway, though. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh. If y'all, if y'all, if you've missed our season of Smothered, I think you missed at least twenty five percent of the references we use on every podcast. <laughs> every- Driving it down really the highway, a- you scared me. You scared crab me. Cake, crab cake. What else? Um, there's so many. Uh, there's um, what else do we use? I mean, Frank. Yeah. There's a lot. There's most of them it, involve Mary and Bertani. <laughs> y'all, smothered really formed a lot of who we are and kind of formed this tier as what Poodle is beginning to call the cringe tier. It's the cringe tier. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. So what I was saying before we we kind of went off to a different topic, like I said, this Shocker. kind of didn't phase me. Like even even Carla and Rakia giving each other bikini waxes kind of didn't phase me. Okay, let's jump into this, Vince. Yeah, let's jump in. Up. So it's a new mother daughter couple, Carla and Rakia. They're uh, they're in Alabama, Alabama. Jacksonville, Alabama, Alabama, They are they are selfie queens. They are they're always they twerk together. They do um, this. They do bikini waxes together, as we we said. Now, the one thing that did throw me when she was giving her mom a bikini wax, she did look at the hair she took off of her do- her mother's bikini area. That was well, a little much for me, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you want to make sure you do a good job. Look, I've been wiping my dad's ass and putting powder on his balls. So this kind of made sense to me at this point. (laughs) I'm like, sure, this is, uh, you know, you're, that's your daughter. You gave birth to her. You wiped her, you, you wiped her vagina and her butt when she was a baby. So you're not, I mean, let me tell you the big difference here. Let me tell you the difference here. You have to do that. They do not have to wax each other's bikini areas. Now, I, 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 maybe they're just cheap because I would say I would want to go to a prefer, a professional who would do a good – unless my you know mother was a really good you know waxer. You know what? You're right. As I'm talking it out, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Um, the, a, weird. A little bit later, we find out that they have shown each other the other sex tapes. So this is where boundaries become an issue. The, uh, yeah. This is. I just sounded like. The chicken hawk from Looney Tunes. I say, I say, that's some weird fucking shit. No, that's Foghorn Leghorn. That's not the chicken hawk. Oh, that's the chick. Oh, yeah. That's the rooster. The chicken hog is like, oh, the chicken hog. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, y'all, this is another education on another moment that says we should always have boundaries between ourselves and our parents. And when your mom I mean, becomes your best friend who you can show your sex tape to and she gives you pointers on angles, boundaries, y'all, boundaries. Because I, I want to say this. If you're if you're having problems with boundaries with your mom, you're going to have problems with boundaries in other parts of your life. You're going to have problems. Oh, yeah. They are, they have problems with Rashid, their son. Well, cuz they've set up this parallel. Yeah. Do I got to ask you. So, I'm not one of those gay men that is fucked my fucked a guy and then we became friends. What are you, you saying? Are. <laughs> no, but you have like several I know, that's of what your- I'm saying. It's like Yes, I'm no, listening. But but a lot of 
a lot of gay people and just our friends that are lesbians, y'all, that happens a lot in the queer community. That people hook up, they're not right, and maybe that happens to a lot I of think straight it's people. Fine, too. I think. No, I think. I, I think people are straight. People are friends with people they've dated. I think it's fine too. I'm just prefacing it because some people, like some of our straight listeners, might think it's like, weird. Carl, Carl, do you know you can sleep with someone and be their friend? You better not try it. I think it's a, especially for men and women. I think it's a more modern idea and a more current yeah. idea that 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 can happen. But so, yeah, well, my point with all this is, so this is somebody who's already like sucked your dick, okay? Like yeah. your penis has been in their mouth, yeah, and they've they've heard you say those secret incantations that no one has ever heard before. Exactly. Would you would you show them a sex tape and say, "Hey, can you give me some advice on making a better sex tape?" No. Or how does my asshole beyond boundaries? So that's what. Okay, that's what I. I just wanted. I was trying to think. Is there anywhere that this would be? appropriate like as a therapist this and you know everything if my client said hey i want to show you my sex tape <laughs> that, so i can do a better that's sex professional tape. boundaries but yeah that's but that's beyond a boundary uh, but i was trying to think of like is there a close relationship where this feels i can see okay i can see courtney and kim kardashian doing it but they don't have any boundaries either but also their sex tape is seen by everyone at this point. <laughs> That's true. That so. is that is true. But I'm saying I I think I think they are an example in boundaries. The whole show, you guys, I just whistled again. I, I know. I'm aware. So uh I think this is they're kind of a combination, I feel, of Kathy and Christina. Because they have a problem there because they're, they're, we're going to see later on the his her son, Carla, Carla's son, uh, uh, Rikia's brother, uh, does not want uh, her them to meet his new Rashid. girlfriend. Yeah, but she doesn't want them to meet. And that's that 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 beat has happened in uh, both seasons of Kathy and Christina but yes. with with the daughter mm-hmm. and trying to find out who the her other daughter is dating. So it does feel, does feel a little bit same beady for me. I just don't, I don't know, man. I just don't want to, even with my nephews, I don't want to eroticize them in that way. Like I go, this is gross, but I just keep thinking you seen a dick go inside your daughter's vagina. It's awful. It's awful. That's, I don't want to see that, but, I think it's though they don't the thing is it's not weird for them because they have absolutely no fucking clue what a boundary is and I think we knew because I don't I'm not sure that we found out the trauma you guys because there's always a trauma on these shows yeah dad Um, died young dad died when she was young. Not to make not to make fun of it because we all have boundaries, but it's become such a like a part of the show. We could almost no, it's always categories. a trauma. Yeah, yeah. What's the trauma? Show me dead dad. Ding, ding, yeah, ding. Sadly. Show me massive, massive sexual abuse at a young age. Ding, ding. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's definitely extreme sisters. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 
I'm not sure. It was interesting to hear her talk about this because she's like, because when my dad passed in an accident, the only person I had was my mom. Mom didn't really say a lot, which means either they weren't together after that or maybe mom really or mom hasn't processed her husband's death at all. (laughs) And she's just invested her whole life in her daughter. And this is when she was seven. So, um, Jesus, which is, I mean, it's bad for any any age, but that seven's hard because you're starting to be like more aware. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the mom said, you know, I had to fill the gap. And she, it sounds a little bit like Carla needed her, I'm sorry. Yeah. um, Rakia needed her mom and Carla needed to not focus on her grief nor dating anyone else again. So she literally put it all into her daughter. That's why I didn't know if her and um, Rakia's dad were together at the time because she was so – she was so kind of closed off to her talking about uh, Rakia's father's passing. I mean, I I don't know if it it was either they – it wasn't important for her as, as much as it was for Rakia or important, uh, important, or she was just so cut off from her own grief. Um, yeah. It, I don't, I was confused. I don't know that answer. Bit. I was, I, we didn't get an answer on that. And it also it's, it, it's interesting to me that they think some parents think by over parenting and being the shadow almost to their kid and being best friends that they're taking care of them more, but maybe this is morbid, but I think, well, if I develop this codependency with my child, what happens when I die? Because I'm going to die one day, and how broken are they going to feel? Are they going to be able to like live a healthy life, or are they going to be suffering from this codependency? And I know that's not for me. I'll be well, dead and gone, but the same part, the parental side of me wants to I want my child to have an independent and be close to me, but feel like they're okay without me. Yeah. I think for me, it would go with, I want my child to be as independent and trying to be both mother and father and give them even more will actually create some type of, uh, kind of a deficit for that person. (laughs) She will need more in a weird way. Maybe you'd be like your mother. Mother Poodle says she raised you too independent. <laughs> Boy, I, I got a ways. <laughs> as soon as the door was open and she saw me, she's like, Jay Bird, come back here. I'm like, Sophia, <laughs> doom. <laughs> I guess this is why my kids don't come see me. <laughs> God. You know what, though? She really did. Um, I love my mother, but she raised my brother and I very independently. Yeah. Uh, And also, both my parents are very independent. Neither one of them are codependent for things like that. No, sometimes I wonder why they're married. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. And I think that's the nature of us as a family. We're all, whenever they'll they'll do family time, I'm just like, fuck you. (laughs) Wow. Loving. Um, Loving. So now, and it kind of even more. Now, this is something that I thought was very relatable. I've seen this a lot in where I grew up. So Rakia had a baby at a young age, um, single mom. They don't even mention the dad. So we don't know what that story is. She had her son Idris, um, and mom stepped in basically. And this is what we've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of these. I would have friends my age having babies when I was in high school and early college and their mom was basically raising the yeah. kid or helping raise. Oh the yeah. Kid. That's that's yeah. 
I think you if you pale as old as if you're a teen mom, you almost have to have that. Um, that yeah, or someone. Um, it did tweak me a little bit when she said something like, "This is our baby." Again, it got a little no boundaries. It got a little yeah. extreme. Sisters, our baby. This these these babies are gonna be both of our babies because we're the same, same, we're the same, 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 same time, same time. It'd be our baby, our baby. Dingo ate your baby. Oh, so baby. <laughs> Every time they say the word baby, I think I think the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> What's that from? Oh God, who said that? People are screaming. Um, it's it's a famous line. The dingo ate your baby. Here, up. <clears throat> Not familiar. Hey Siri, who said oh, no. the dingo ate your baby? not going to tell me uh the dingo ate my baby is a cry attributed by lady chamberlain creighton as a part of a case at uluru the uluru which is uh ayers rock which is uluru is the indigenous name for it you know what ayers rock is yeah oprah went there was a big deal (laughs) you know it's but the indigenous <laughs> name, ab- Aboriginal name, is uh, uh, she. She screamed, "The dingo ate your baby!" And this latest section was brought to you by the new Baz Luhrmann musical, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> the um, dingo ate my baby. That would be that number um, in Australia. I'm surprised he hasn't done that yet. Anyway, so then. Now, Rakia says that her mom can be a little controlling and she can kind of take over her parents. Yeah, no shit. When she refers to it as her baby, too. Yeah, I mean, we see with Idris, he's a cute kid. He's like, what? I think he's like 11. Maybe. Yeah, he's... um, I don't know what age children are. It's hard to tell. There's like an age of like five to six, I can kind of guess. Then they start getting secondary sex characteristics. Then I know they're probably 12 or 13. Sure. <laughs> Anything in there, I'm just like, sure, you're eight? Great. Great. Works Great. for me. Sure. Be a kid. Well, so, but I kind of love the, her son Idris because he reads them and basically says that, but even though they're asking him about, they're putting pressure on him about Rashid's girlfriend, like they can't believe that they haven't met him yet. And Idris is like, well, Y'all be acting ratchet and ask a lot of questions. That's true. And then, and, and he he explains what ratchet is, and he says you're acting crazy. He's crazy. You're, you're gonna twerk in the- front of him, and they're like, and they're like, yeah, I guess that is ratchet. <laughs> they're like, that, that's right. So then, y'all, there's a lot of layers to this story because Rakia Rakia also loves that she's being taken care of because Rakia is a surrogate mother, and that's her job. So she's four months pregnant. Was that her? I I missed that. Maybe I. So she, it's her. He said that it's her job. That's my job. <laughs> I grow babies. I mean, it's put a- your sperm in me, and I'll get your baby out in nine months for well, you. Well, some sur- most surrogates are their eggs and the sperm are both implanted, so yes. they're not going to be from her egg. But, no, they're not. Uh, it is kind of weird when the mom is like, but then I get to take care of her like she's a baby again. Baby. It's just, yeah. It's, I want to say, ugh. 
it's not weird at all that she's a surrogate. I actually thought that was really cool. No. And that's really a beautiful thing. I've never and heard someone refer to it as their job before, but I guess it is her job in a way. I guess it is your job because I know, I mean. Cooking a baby. I've had a lot of friends that have hired surrogates and they're not cheap. <laughs> they're not cheap at all. So, you know, it's, and honestly, you never know, like, if if, if a surrogate told me, like, yeah, I live alone or I raise a kid with, I have my kid and my mom and she takes care of me. I'm like, perfect. Sounds great. Yeah. So anyway, I love that. But you're right. The weirdness came when it was very, that horrible Daniel Day Lewis movie of just, she wanted her daughter always to take care of him. What, what movie, movie is that? Was in? God, it was so horrible. It's the last movie he did. He said, this is the last performance I'm giving. And it was such a piece of shit movie. Oh, oh. Uh, the Thread one? Um, oh, my God. That movie was horrible. You know, people, that movie was nominated. He was nominated for an Oscar, and so was and that he movie. Should, <laughs> and he should not have been. It was a shitty, I never, shitty I never movie. saw the movie. Don't honest. ever see it. I I will just say not that I don't I haven't seen it so I can't say one way or the other but your your view is not shared by many people who saw that movie. Um <laughs> it is not good. It's stupid <laughs> and it has a horrible horrible ending y'all. Spoiler don't alert. Tell people the ending of she, this movie. She's poisoning him the whole fucking time. It's useless. Great. <sighs> Sorry if anybody, I can't remember them. It was something called Thread, wasn't it? The something Phantom for, Thread. Phantom Thread. Was that really what oh. it was called? Yes, it's okay. a sad movie about sad people, as you said about that other movie. <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Yes. Oh, I kind of enjoyed it. It was sad, though. It was quite sad. Uh, Just see Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. The same same movie. Same, same movie. film. Same, same film. film. Same film. Um. I want to say uh, they Rashid does come in. Who is hot? He is cute. Um, and he says they're like he doesn't really share as much as we do. That's because he has That's boundaries. Boundaries. And he's kind of normal, and he realizes y'all don't have boundaries, and he doesn't want to be involved in your craziness. Then they say, I think we should invite him and his girlfriend over for soulful Sundays, which they think is a thing. It's never explained what that is. <laughs> maybe I mean, it's a real, maybe it's a thing. Is it? I learned do, again. I learned from Oprah super soul Sunday. So maybe it's, I don't think that's the same thing. Maybe well, soulful Sundays are a thing in there. I don't know. Oprah talks to Emmanuel Acco or Brene Brown. They make collard greens. I guess it's both soulful things. I mean, <laughs> but maybe they're going to church and maybe it's like a soul. That I think makes we're gonna, sense. I think we're going to find out because they're building up to this event. I'm saying it sound. It seems like they think it's no, a, I'm they're, they're trying to make it a thing. And I don't think it's a thing. I think it's, it's a thing maybe. for them. And everyone I, else is like soulful Sundays. What the fuck is that? I think they always make things are things for them. Ugh. Yeah. And Rashid says, look, he's like, I, her name's Chelsea, which is dating for nine mom. months. And they're like nine months. And he's like, look, they're blunt people. They always want to know what's going on. And then he says, well, I, he kind of mentioned why well, I met her family. And uh, Ricky is like, what? You met her family? And, and of he course, said, Carla starts to ask, cry. 
Well, he says you're going to ask uncomfortable questions the first sex time you meet questions. her about sex and stuff like that. No wonder she he doesn't want to bring them around. And then, I mean, this was a page out of Mother Poodle's book when she said, <laughs> but we're a close family, aren't we? I mean, I feel like we are. I guess and then, she was like, that's fine. You'll bring her around when you're ready. You when you're ready. <laughs> and then she says, my feelings are hurt a little bit. And then this is where it was classic Mother Poodle. <laughs> you make me feel like I have not been a loving mother. <laughs> my mother my mother would say, I'm a terrible mother. And make her make her voice. My mother does this thing where even if she's not crying, she makes her voice break like this. Because of Darcy. I guess I'm not a bad mother. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come off it. You're not doing that. Your poor mother. Um, but I wrote down, this is the problem. Your son can't tell you about things like this because you don't have fucking boundaries. No. And instead, she said, he said, well, if it, if it makes you uncomfortable and you're, it makes you feel a certain way, I will bring her around. And um, she says, okay. And then she says to the camera, Carla says, well, I look forward to meeting her, but we're going to be us and ask her all our questions. Oh, so of course you are. I'm going to bulldoze all my son's feelings and do what I want anyway. And we're going to make uh, Carla and Rakia are going to make this about them because you guys, I bet everything they do is always, always about them. them. I, I kind of wish this mother daughter couple was a little more like weird. Like we had three weirdos last time and they were they're not weird. They're not weird. They're just too. They're just extra. They're extra like Christina yeah. and Kathy are, but with, but less fun. And, uh, yeah. and it's, it's, I don't know, May, I'm sure there'll be something that gives us a laugh, but I, I, I'm a little underwhelmed by this mother daughter couple. I'm under a part of me. It's like the fact that they honestly have this shared legacy of raising children alone as single mothers and they support like, that's all beautiful. And I love, but and I bring I, a book. It's that. not interesting. TV. Well, but it, I think it's an important story to tell and that always needs to be told because there's always women that are doing that and having to support other women. But man, this toxicity but and we're codependent. We're not going to see the good side of it. Exactly. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to see the good side of it. So, um, anyway. Of Kathy and Christina, they're back, y'all. No they're one's going to no do. Uh, we're uh, we're decorating for the holidays, uh, and she's got her skeleton windsuit on, and it Look. looks awful. <laughs> it it looks funny. You know, Kathy is a funny grandma, she is. and she will make a lie about my age. Now, I will say because you could see the outline, and we've seen her. Kathy has amazing legs. No, I mean, I I think it's just that she makes herself kind of look like a wild thing. Uh, like, yeah. and I think if she didn't wear so much makeup and tan so much, I think we would see a normal looking person in there, but <sighs> she just looks like a fraggle the way with I her hair. And that's her, that's I her stick. I kind of feel like this is how you and I, or both of us are going to look when we're 65. Oh God. 
I really, I just think that you're, we're just going to start to get more extreme. And I think, I think I'm going to get more just like, hey, hey, showy. And you're going to get more vain. I, and it's gonna I be think bad. I'm going to get those glasses like the woman on the Old Navy commercials. <laughs> yes. Magic. And they'll be Rest so big. I think you are. Um, But you guys, she's decorating because, you know, she goes all out for holidays. Yes. Arbor Day, and- Passover, uh, Earth Day, uh, Earth all Day. of it. All of it. Um, and so um, she obviously loves her. And so the producer says... You know, is there anybody you'd rather spend time with? And they're like, no. And then Christina says, her daughter says, you know, I feel guilty when I'm, they're in Chicago. She's like, no. I feel guilty. <laughs> and well, no, but Italian. For, Remember that. That's going to pay off our, later. <laughs> for our new listeners. Yeah, it is going to pay off later. She says, I feel guilty when I'm not with my mother. And Kathy says, I don't make you feel guilty. I don't make you feel I don't bad. I make you feel guilty. Yeah. And then she said, you feel guilty just because you know it's wrong. You know it's bad. <laughs> I will say they are naturally enjoyable. They don't have they to are work funny. hard. They don't have to work hard. We don't need a lot of storylines. You guys, we probably won't say a lot about them because their segments are just fun. They don't, like, they don't have a lot like of Lucy, problems. They are Lucy and Ethel yeah. in a chocolate factory. Um, I, I will say I always forget that her son's name, Christina's son is named Cross. <laughs> He is. His name Cross. I think it's probably I, I spelled with a K too. I know a lot of co- of crosses in. Um, I never oh. heard that before. Oh yes. So oh, it's an yes. Oklahoma thing. I know like three friends that have kids named Cross in Oklahoma. Oh yes. That's Cross. awful. Oh yeah, I know Cross. I know. I assume that's um, for Calvary, right? The Jesus. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. Yeah, cross. Um, uh, what else do people have kids named after? Um, it's so I have awful. to think of it, but there, there, there's all. Um, they're there. I know they're there. I I get it, and it's like how I. There's a lot of um. You'll you'll meet uh uh Latin Latina women named Concepcion. Uh, and things for name for the Virgin Mary, and I'm like, you yeah. named this baby after some religious tenet, and I guess it's no different than naming your children after the apostles, um, like me. Uh, I mean, but there's just something about naming your 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 daughter Conception. Um, but I mean, possibly. I mean, I just feel bad for the baby. I mean, you love pizza. Would you name your kid Pizza? No. (laughs) Okay, just check it. I just, but I think the people who name their kids cross is, that is, that is because there is a very strong religious faith and they need, I, I, I think it's one thing to name your, your child after an apostle or someone in the Bible, but to name them after an inanimate, inanimate object, is a little weird. I think for me, it's more about. It's not even it's not the religious connotation. It's um it's more of uh it would be like if you named your daughter a rosary or um uh it's it just it's like when people name sometimes their kids or crucifixio. Like <laughs> yeah, but I don't mind if people 
you know, some people name their kids Prince and stuff like that, but there's still sometimes people name, like uh, we talked about it on Sister Dating Show. And like, what if you name someone like King or you name someone like, you know, Happy or Peace? I, I don't, I get why people do that. I just don't want to put like an expectation on my kid of what their name is. Because what if you name your kid Gr- Cross and they're a fucking asshole? Well, I think that's your fault because you're raising them. Uh, well, it is, so. but I mean, and also the expectation on the kid, and I don't know. I like, I like a name that gives a kid that gives a kid a blank canvas to create the identity they want, like Mortimer. <laughs> what? What? Come here! If you were, if you don't have a New York or Long Island accent, and your name's Mortimer. Mortimer. <laughs> You failed. Mortimer. Mort. You Come here, Mort. Um, you failed. So, you guys, Carlo, the big the big news is Carlo quit Ooh. his job. Carlo's so – Carlo's Guido hot. Oh. Probably sweats marinara sauce. Oh, yes. I um, licked that olive oil. Mm. And he is now remodeling a pizzeria. He's got he's gone into business for himself. And so you say that not – we're saying that not because we're making horrible Italian jokes. We're saying marinara and olive because he works at a pizza Place. Kind of. <laughs> oh God, don't I'm, come for people. I'm saying they're that Italian. They uh, are that Italian. Uh, and they would tell you they're that Italian. It, it's this. This is this is the thing, you guys. Since Jersey Shore, that kind of ultra mega Italian has that they've embraced that. She has tons of sweaters that say Italia on it. Yeah, she does. She does. So, uh, but the thing is, can we talk about? We don't really know, and they don't explain. Maybe they'll explain more. Y'all, that was the ending episode of last season. The very last episode for them, Carl, he just came up and said, Quit I'm, my leaving, job. The, and she I'm leaving his family pizza restaurant. I'm leaving the job. That's it. And they, at the time, were remodeling their house and all this, and everything just kind of stopped. And that's the way the season ended. Yeah. Uh, for them. I liked it when she was carrying around that life-size Michael Myers to put it in their yard. <laughs> Y'all, we all know this family who decorates a little too much for Halloween. That, that one thing jumped up and it scared me. Uh, it scared me. I know you are a huge fan of decorating for Halloween. I like to do small things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just think to me, decorating is a waste of time. But I know that that's not how a lot of people feel. But you know, Poodle doesn't like fun. <laughs> That's I can enjoy. I can enjoy a decoration. It, I just, yeah. It, I don't think it's a way. I mean, that's your opinion, but I don't think it's a waste of time. I think if you enjoy it now, the, her house would be scary to me, and I wouldn't go. Yeah, I just scary. I, feel I like, need like I need like Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Halloween masks <laughs> on your lawn. Even that's a little scary to me. Even that's a little much. Even that's a lot. Um, anything that looks like a ghost, I don't know what's under it. I'm not walking up there. Have you ever seen those those houses near me where I used to live? They would really go all out, and there would be like ghosts, and it was, it was scary. I would never you go have a run. Big spider on your bush that looks like your spider could crawl down and eat me. No, they would have no, a thank s- you. spider that went up and down. Yes, uh, no, thank you. There was no. this, there was this cat that would its head would go back and forth like this. That I like. That's spooky. but no, you didn't know when it would move. <laughs> That's what it bothered oh. me. I like spooky, 
not creepy. Um, that's all I really got. They, they're Christina is a little stressed because she wants to spend time with her mom, but she also needs to spend time waitressing at the pizzeria. So yes. she needs she has to leave the kids with her, and she's like, "Well, fine, leave me." Blah blah blah. Which. Y'all, my brother, by the way, Caddo Barbecue in Ardmore, Oklahoma, tell him your sissy squat's inching, you get a discount. I need but, some ribs. I'll get a tour. But I know, and Poodle worked in restaurants, but I just hearing my brother, y'all, my brother is doing his day job, and he's up at his restaurant almost every night. The other family worked, like, it's a full, so my heart goes out to Carlos because this is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And I bet sometimes he's had a long day, he's been throwing some pizzas. He's covered in a little bit of like flour and well, olive oil, and and sometimes he needs Jake to come up behind him and just, hey Carlos, you want me to rub your shoulders? Mm, suck your Give dick little, too. Wow, you went there quick. Just, just a you know, little little finger up the butt. You know, <laughs> every time somebody says foreplay, do you just say I'm not familiar? Not familiar. No. Wow. You may, All right. I may take one warm up lap. Then it's on to the main event. <laughs> um, by the way, how much do you want pizza now? I want it so bad. <laughs> Are you ordering pizza? No. <laughs> uh, I've been, uh, I got, I bought some cookies from Milk Bar last week. and I've been eating one a day and now it's ruining my, ruining my weight loss pro- pro- program. Because <laughs> those oh, cookies no. are big. And they're oh. good, and they're very, very highly caloric. <laughs> Just throw them away. You would never throw cookies away. <laughs> that from Milk Bar? <laughs> Fuck you, y'all. You he, a do guy, that. a guy came over and fucked him last week, and afterwards said, "Do you want to order cookies?" And Poodle didn't want to look like he had food issues, so he said, <laughs> "Sure." <laughs> and of course, the motherfucker only we had to buy six. And the motherfucker only ate one. And left you the and cookies. I was sitting there with the other four cookies when as soon as he left, my house felt more empty. And the only way to cure that emptiness is eat another cookie. <laughs> yeah. But at least you got to give him another blowjob while you waited for delivery. It's true. Um, Let's move on to a new, a, a new couple. But before we do that, we're going to take a commercial for our free feed listeners. And we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Y'all, it's Lauren and Lisa uh, and they are in Kenner, Louisiana. And you know what that means? Dong, dong, ding, 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 ding. Yes, y'all, we're going to come down to the Louisiana. Oh, no. no. By you. We're going we're gonna oh, to no. have a line, yep. We're going to have a sort of king cake. You're going to go to the crew of cups. You're going to go have a Mardi Gras <sighs> party. Don't boom, 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 boom. I'm pumping umbrellas, y'all. Can you see it? I'm pumping umbrellas. I knew. <laughs> I I I looked up where Kenna Kenner, Louisiana is, and I saw it's basically a suburb it's of New Orleans. Kind of, it's a little further out. Like it's right near Metairie. Um, they're both bedroom communities. Oh, no. yes. Yeah. When I saw, <laughs> I went, "Oh no!" And you you know, now I will say, both mom and dad have more of a New Orleans accent than Cajun accent. Um, unlike some of Jovi's friends who just talk kind of Bayou. But um, true. They, the, it's just you can tell the New, New Orleans accent. Sometimes the ahs will be a little longer, and there's just certain pronunciations of vowels that'll be kind of French inflected. But I'm still gonna do. I can't do an accent, oh Lord. <sighs> so Lisa's 53 and Mom, Lauren's 20. I'm gonna oh. you, got the baby. I'm gonna give you the baby. <laughs> I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a sperm in you. I go order it from the I'm gonna order it from the sperm company. <laughs> Lisa's fifty three and Lawrence twenty seven. Um, Get used to that voice, y'all. They only y'all. This comes from me doing Jovi, uh, from yeah, who's from Louis, uh, the Bayou country. So I know that someone don't s- save your time. I know they're not Cajun. But I, I will never right. use. Uh, he will do this. Ex- I will always. For an <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So they, Lauren. Lauren says that she feels like she's looking into a mirror when she looks at her mom. Never something 
I don't know. I would want to. Maybe you'd want to hear. But she said, <laughs> well, they're, it's the same beats, y'all. They say we're best friends. Da, da, da. We're friends. In my, but she says, um, the mom says she's so special and she needs me. And I went, see, that's not great. And then that is when Lauren, the younger daughter, says, when I see my mom, it's like I'm seeing a mirror of the future. Um, this was a read. And if you don't <laughs> think Poodle and I are going to be just like our mothers when we're 60, then you're kidding yourself. My mother's already in that animal print phase. She's. <laughs> does your, was your mother into that? Does she enjoy um, animal print? Some, some, yeah. but not. Um, Cause ha- but, she's, she's like 65, right? Or 70. No, my mom's 70. Um, but you have said you've been on record of saying one day you're just going to wear a lot more animal prints. I've a lot already of started to like it. Uh, <laughs> I, for me, it's a little kitschy and I know that, but I do have a sweater that's all leopard. Um, but oh yeah, it's going to be animal print for me for good. If y'all, if you find a beautiful animal print scarf. Oh, I'm totally in for it. Send it send to a, us. Send a picture to Poodle. I'm, I'm totally into animal print scarves. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Um, so, now, Poodle, what did you think of? Their exclusive slumber parties? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. When you're, I was like, this is where we have a live when one. When you're past the age of, uh, I don't know, 16, 17. No, no, no. Maybe you do an ironic sleepover like in college. No, that's fine. But like you don't have them. You don't have slumber parties with your mom. Maybe if you're single, you do a ironic sleepover when you're 30. Yeah, for your birthday. Like for your birthday. But I was going to say with your friends. But not your mom. And she called them exclusive, which probably means – uh, no one else could come. <laughs> it's just yes. her and her mother. Any like any friends were not allowed. Any of mom's friends not allowed. Also, maybe it's something you do. Um, maybe not once a week. That's fucked up, y'all. This That's is like once a week. Up. This is once a week. This person is leaving her wife. Yeah, she's. Yes, uh, this, is our, this, is fir- this is our first our lesbian couple. Lesbian. Uh, yes, Lauren. And, uh, uh, we all, we had our first black couple with Carla and uh, Rakia, which is we're, oh, yes, we're getting diversity this year now. Yeah, because I don't I don't remember the couples from season one, so we don't know. I don't they, know. No, they weren't gay of our color. So, um, so she takes bathroom phone calls for her mother during those exclusive sleepovers. No, 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 not phone calls. Zoom, Skype <laughs> sessions, so video. <laughs> That's my mother's it. like, oh, that's a lot of those, those look, look luscious. Look luscious. And I went, how does no this booby look, mom? Yeah, how's my nip look, mom? Oh, good. <laughs> Looks just like mine when you sucked on it. Because I, because you know what? It makes us closer when I show you my vulva when I'm in the tub. Vulva. <laughs> now, and they do the bath thing like two or three times a week. So that's mm-hmm. when I was like, okay, these women are like tea smelling weird. And now Lauren says that when she was 10, that's when she told her mom that she was gay. And y'all, you got to think of their, they're in the South. Yeah. You know, this was a, and that, and you know, Lisa, like a lot of moms had a hard time with she it. She locked herself in a room, <laughs> but, and cried a lot. Um, but then they're, as soon they're, as they're great now. As soon as Laura Lee came by, 
So the picture changed. Laura Lee, you guys, Laura Lee is Lauren, which is confusing, I know. Laura Lee is Lauren's, and also there's Lisa. I'm sure the father is like Herbert. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so it's Laura, Laura Lee, Lauren, is, and Lisa. What is that song? As a blackbird in, in the spring. Aura Lee, Aura Lee. Aura Lee, Aura Lee. Yes. That's what I think of what I played that on the recorder. Orally. Wait, how old were you when you played it on the recorder? I was very young. I was a recorder prod- prodigy. And my. <laughs> Did you get really into it? Yes, and my teacher <laughs> would ask me to play in front of the class to show the excellence oh. <laughs> And the kids made fun of me because I was really good because oh. it's a weird thing to be good at. But I, it thought, is. I thought it was really amazing. And. I- and you and felt I was like- the first who could play Aura Lee, and I, and I, I flash, I flew through hot cross buns, um, and I and was, you just- I was already into Swing Low Sweet Chariot before anyone. This else This is was. why Poodle needed a whale <laughs> so he could sit by his whale, daydream, play my and play into it. Recorder. <laughs> I'll give you a. I'll, I want to. I want to actually ruin something for you guys. The reason why we teach give recorders to students is it's very they're very easy at the beginning. The also the horrible thing is they're not pitched well. They're 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 not they're not unevenly pitched, so it will always sound out of tune. Um, so if you're if you're if you're a music teacher is teaching your kid recorder, knowing they are paying for it by hearing out of tune music the entire time. Recorders sound awful and. And if you're a parent who hates them, trust me, you're not alone. It's a terrible sound. <laughs> wow. It's also, they're, they're like old, like um, Renaissance recorders that, that can play in tune, but it's very hard to. It's very hard to play recorders in tune. This oh, yeah. has been your uh, 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 period instrument Musi- minute. <laughs> Musical minute with Poodle. Um, let's talk about uh, Laura Lee, her wife. Y'all, I grew up with lesbians like uh, Laura Lee. Th- they this? were wearing full camo. Yeah, they, were, they oh. weren't out, but you knew, like in sixth yes. grade. Yeah, your friends they could they could shoot a buck at oh thousand yes. feet. <laughs> Jan- Lee Christian used to beat me up every day at six. She'd hit me on the arm and say, she'd want to play Frogger. Yeah. Where we like hit each other on the arm. And I was like, Ow, I don't want to play this game with you, she's like, shut up, sissy. And she's like, shut up. And she had like, she'd let me feel over her muscles. And I go, wow, you're so strong. Jan-. I mean, she loved me. I liked her too. But um, her family disowned her when they came, when she came out. And she Southern, got on meth Southern for a while. Story. Jesus. She's doing better now, but yeah, they were. But you know, it's that good. it's that type of lesbian that in, that you'll see in rural America. That oh, you're yes. like you're like praise. She's got the hat. She's got the fish hook on the hat. It's just my cousin Sherry's girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, have can I you love, count those lesbians? Are the salt of the earth? You know what? You know what? These lesbians, you know, lesbians like Laura Lee. They will get shit done, and they will take care of you. Yeah, they will. And they, they, I think, at least the lesbians that I knew growing up, were this beautiful balance of shucking what masculine and feminine was. They could be strong. Yeah. They could be 
They could be non-emotional if they wanted to be. But then when you needed them, you could like fall into them and hug them and they would love you. Yeah, they were super, for you. super uh, connected to their emotions sometimes. They also would get you really fucked up. Yeah. Boy, they love to drink and do shots. That's because a lot of them had problems with alcohol. <laughs> um, my grand, I remember one time we were at my grandpa Pete's and my mom said my grandpa's out at his little farm and his stepdaughter... Uh, Wendy lived in the trailer house up down the road because she had had problems, and so they just put up the house because they wanted the grandkids to be close. Y'all, no, did you, did you, did you catch the generic? She'd had problems. That's the part <laughs> in Southern people's like, you know, she's got problems. <laughs> we don't really talk about it. She's, she's, had a, she's had a rough time. A rough problem. She's had so, a rough time. But she had a girlfriend, or she had a friend, a roommate that lived with her whose name was Danielle, but every call everybody just called her Dan. <laughs> and so came down and she said had oil all over and they were both wearing matching rings. And she said to my grandpa, So uh Pete, so I out there, can you help me? I've been working on uh working on my Ford and I'm because my grandpa knew all about how to my grandpa was a very smart man. He knew a lot. And so he worked on farm equipment stuff. And she's like, I was working on a farm equipment, asking for advice. And they're talking about this for 10 minutes. My brother and my sister-in-law are just sitting there like, we've never met this person before. And then they walk away. And then my grandpa turns to us and said, you know, I think they might be donut bumpers. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I think they might be. I think my, and that's not a correct term to say. No, but that's it's grandpa, not. But that is what my grandpa said. So I'm just, but um, yes. My, I was like, what? My favorite is in the South is when you would see someone like full on hat, like jersey, vest, two women together, and someone like my Aunt Linda would say, you know, she just hasn't met the right boy. <laughs> the level of if she just put on some if she put on some foundation you know, and some rouge, she'd be wish, real pretty. I wish she would keep herself up better. <laughs> She's never going to get a man that way. A good pedicure would be wonders. I wish she'd take off that Georgia Tech hat that I see her in <laughs> always. <laughs> it's so dirty. It's just orange like, oh, is a terrible it's color. It's not her. good. Is Georgia uh, Tech orange. No. I don't. Oh, no green. I think it's green. yellow jackets. I don't know what they are. Who cares? Now that you fucked it up. Uh, anyway, y'all. So yeah, that there's a lot of denial. I would, we love, we love Laura Lee all over. I think she'd be fun, a heart. fun hang. I think so too. So once she came out though, they all started doing stuff together. And even uh, Lauren's dad, Kenny says, you know, it was really great hanging out with Laura you Lee. Know, I met that girl. She, she know what to do. She know how to cook. She know how to, uh, she know how to, uh, she know how to dress a fish. She know how to shoot a gun. We're going to have a good time here with her here. And Laura Lee says, basically, we had a bond because we were shut out. And Kenny said, you know, she's kind of like me. <laughs> In a lot of ways. More than and, you know. <laughs> and, and you know what, because, y'all, that is, it, I know that he said that and you're thinking, well, why would he say that? But where we're from in the South, gender the roles are. out with the men. And, but the gender roles are even, an even bigger. There's, they're not. They're not where they are, let's say, in maybe Philadelphia. And so... Gender roles are so set. 
Yeah. And they're really a beautiful, like my dad would say something like that and would think of somebody differently. Like, oh, I really like this person. They're a lesbian. They're a woman, but they act a different way. They quote unquote, they have to part, they have to put it in a box and say, well, she acts like a man because yep. they don't know that women can act however they want, but still it's getting there. It's a way of getting into acceptance. My, my, my cousin, uh, Sherry and her girlfriend would always hang out with the male uncles ever since what, I could remember. Why haven't you taken me to go drink with them? You know, if you ever come, we, we do a cousin's hang every time I'm home. Does she love you? We get along. Yeah. Is there any cousins you don't, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to know. Several. <laughs> so, okay. So, and Laura Lee says, I'm even, I'm married into this polyamorous relationship. And so. I think she says polygamist, but our, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she does. And so Lisa, then we get to, Lisa basically says, she talks to, um, or yeah, I hate it when they're saying, Lisa starts talking about how. They're going to try. They've been trying to have a baby and that Laura Lee sat Lauren down and said, we need a pause. We need a pause. We're spending a lot of money. This is taking a lot of time. And I think it was more than just the money. It's like, let's just take a breather. And y'all guess what Lauren did? She went to her mom and guess what? I'm going to go disseminate to girl. I'm going to go put the turkey baster in her cuckoo. (laughs) Um, that's a fucking betrayal, y'all. This I was is say this awful. is a betrayal. This is awful. I would. This would almost. I think. Uh, I think Laura Lee should run. I, I think, think so too. I think Lauren is a piece of shit for doing this. I think so too. I think uh, this is a really horrible, horrible thing because Lauren's thing is well, they're not going to know, and then I'll get pregnant and she'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Wait, you want your mom to – because here's the deal. At first I thought, okay, well, maybe they don't need – maybe they really financially can't do this, and so they want to do an at-home insemination because it's just going to be cheaper. It would save a lot because it's just but so expensive. But Laura Lee said let's pause. But like, Laura Lee she is, said let's she is pause. freezing out her wife from this relationship. And also, too, if you're really doing this for the health of the baby, you should do this with your wife – your Thank wife you. can inseminate you, and your wife also can make you have an orgasm. Because whenever you have Which an orgasm during insemination, it it helps push the semen up into the lady. How do I know this? I, Maybe because that's I, what I tell. I, used to I knew tell all this. My callers that I knew this, and I I was I was going to say it if you hadn't said it. And, and Poodle said it to many members. I know. Deeper. I want the babies. Get <laughs> me pregnant. Get me pregnant. But it, I agree. That is the, the – yeah, that's a perfect word. This is a betrayal. I want to say what would happen if the roles were reversed? What would happen if the husband said uh, – let's, let's say if the husband uh, for some reason took off the condom and said uh, – that's stealthing basically for that. Yeah. But, but this is not the same thing. But in a way – or what if, the, what if the wife went off the pill? Without telling the husband, if they had agreed, they were going to wait. Yeah, exactly. It's it's similar, and even though even though we we say no, it's not really. But she's doing it without her wife's consent. You guys, they're basically yeah. starting a family. It's shitty. It's shitty, and the mom should take a fucking backseat. 
The mom yep. should say, I'm not going to get involved in this. You, this is a discussion you need to have with your wife. I'm, I, I'm not getting involved. Again, it goes to. It's fucked and, up. You know, a lot of the fucked upness of these relationships, to be honest, it's the mother's fault because they're the ones that raised yeah. their kid to be comfortable. With, and again, it goes back to, I want my child to have an, to, to be close to me, but to have a life where they're good on their own because one day I'm going to be dead yeah. and gone. But these women want to be, I want my child, she, I want my child, I want to be my child's favorite person. I want to Le- be. Lisa is going to push Laura Lee out of that child's life as an ev- another mother. Yeah. Agreed. It's not going to um, be good. That's all I have to say. This was actually the most uh, kind of distressing mother-daughter this couple our, for me. There are two smelling couple to me. But but less this is this is much more of an ab, a complete bold-faced betrayal for me. Um uh speaking of someone who wants to be her daughter's favorite person. Boy. Soon he and Angelica I tell you what, Angelica, I've been on this shift since 11 Damn. parsecs. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> oh, it's happy time, uh, Sunni. We got to get those drinks out. If I have one more droid, stiff me on an order. Ugh. Oh, y'all, we say this because when we met them, their hair were so, they literally looked like, uh, they looked like background dancers for that SNL sketch sprocket. They did. And they, d- I just think their hair's black now, especially soon. He is always 130% trying too hard at what she's well, wearing. We're going to get to this, but y'all, as I've said before on this show, if you don't fully understand someone, meet their parents. <laughs> Meet their parent. That's all um, I'm going to say. They've been on. This is their third season. You guys, we know we know them very well. These are the bath water sharing mom yes. and daughter Sun that he, made the kind of famous. These Sun He and Angelica almost feel quaint to me at this point. Boy, because I'm used to them holding hands at, uh, uh, at the booth and looking across Stroking at each, each other, other longingly. Stroking each other, saying, <laughs> if I could just marry a man like you, life would be perfect. And the daughter saying, same. That's fucked up that I'm okay with it. That I don't even blink, nah, don't wow. even like, bat an eye anymore. You're I'm telling really you, just Pang Pang inside. ruined me. Pang Pang and, uh, and same time ruined me. Um, I, I, I think Extreme Sisters... Has definitely done me in. Same production company, by the way, y'all. So just so you know, they got a pension for the crazy. A penchant. Penchant with a Uh, T at the end. That's what I said. (laughs) Gary, roll that tape. I think you sounded like you said Thomas Pension. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know who that is, but that's fine. No, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Don't care. Um, So, y'all... So soon he is 32 weeks pregnant. That was a big news. Angelica. Soon he's the mom. Yes, Angelica's 32 weeks pregnant. But that was announced announced in in social media. But uh, last season, she got engaged to Jason. Yes. So she's 32 weeks pregnant. And Angelica's – and so they're sitting in a – and Angela's saying, well, you know, I don't care what I want. And she's like, but you know what you want. And – she wants to have a daughter. Of course. I'm, 
I'm praying they have a son, but it probably won't work out that Me way. Me too. Um, y'all, and Sun He basically has been basic has been a Von, a Bond villain towards uh, yeah. Jason. Now, oh and yes. The thing is, Jason's not really a prize, but dealing no. with sainthood, dealing dealing with Sun He, I can't speak. Dealing with Sun He should be a cause for sainthood for him. It's yeah. It's not. He's not, he's not a loser, but he just, like, y'all, he was married. He took, like, seven years to ask her. Like, it's just been. He is bland like, mashed potatoes. And kind of childish, in yeah. a way. Well, we're going to find out why. Because someone's oh. got their own smothered issue. So, yes. So, they're having an engagement announcement. And Angelica's nervous about seeing Jason's mom and telling this because his mom lives in Alaska normally. And soon he immediately says, I still have concerns about Jason, what kind of father we would be, but also, um, and that he can't be trusted to do anything. She said, but I don't think his mother likes us. <laughs> and... I'm like, and that's where I leaned in and I went, because she says his mother, Tokisha, is that how you say her name? No, that that was terrible. Toshiko. (laughs) Toshiko. Well, no, my Tokisha. I typed it better later. Toshiko, yes. I like that name. It's a beautiful name. So anyway. Better than Toshika. (laughs) Toshiko. So soon he says that Toshiko comes down and she tells Jason this. Your mom comes down. She, we make plans with her. She cancels the plans, but then we find out that she sees you later. We don't think you like that. She likes us. And Jason kind of finally admits she don't cause she, she thinks you're weird. <laughs> yes. He thinks you take baths together. She's seen the show. You have and, pink hair and blue hair sometimes. And you serve droids on Tatooine. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, what your mother-in-law thinks about her daughter's mother-in-law is none of Doesn't, her business. No one gives a fuck. Now, she can console her own daughter and say, that's shitty, she does that to you. Da, da, da. My mother but, has a lot of opinions about my my sister-in-law's mother. Oh, does she? Oh, yes. Does oh, she yes. like her? Uh, they get along, but my mother can point to every single flaw in my sister-in-law that is caused by her mother. And do you think your sister-in-law's mom thinks your mom is a weird one? Yes. <laughs> um, they, they all kind of tolerate her. I, I will say I, I see my mother's point a lot because I'm the, I'm the one who's like my mother in my family. Um, Shocker. Uh, because my mother doesn't play along and I don't play along. Uh, and when something needs to be said, my mother says it, and I'd like to think I'm the same way. Uh, and, but. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> it's not really enjoyable. <laughs> I keep it real, bitch. Uh, yeah, but usually doesn't go good. <laughs> doesn't go good. Didn't go good. And I, so y'all. Poodle, what do you think could be one of the best karmic things to happen to Sun He for being so terrible to Jason? And that's when I realized it's that Jason has a shady as fuck mom. Yeah. That Toshiko. And Angelica gave 
Toshiko a frame with the for their picture <laughs> on it. And Jason's mom didn't take it because she said it was, it was heavy. too heavy. I will say that is motherfucking shady. That is beautiful. That, that is, is shady as motherfuck. Now we have, well, I don't get, no, I don't know if you know, but I have a friend who talks, who's, who is Asian. She talks about her Japanese mother a lot. And, uh, she talks about like her mother and her grandmother that shade is like a thing. At least she says in her family. And she tells, tells me it's, I can't speak for all Asian cultures and I'm a white person talking about this, but she tells me that this is like a, a part of thing. And I bring this up, meaning that like son, he probably knows how to play this game. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping this puts a tit for tat between mother-in-law's because I'm here for it. I'm here for them fighting the whole oh. season. Because oh. I'm I want to see Sun He's shade. I want to see them fight and like Mortal Kombat. Well, and I don't think anybody could put Sun He in her place except for an Asian mother. Are you getting a dick pic? No, I'm very at? rude. <laughs> Leave me alone. <sighs> what are you you've, ordering? You've kept me I'm ordering a chicken salad. You've kept me here till all hours of the night. I have not. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, this is not going to be a show. Not going to be a very long show. I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> we always should never say that. We all, you should hear what we say before the show. It's like, we're like, this is going to be a 30 minute show. I think it's going to be a 30 minute show. I don't have a lot to say. Yeah, I think so too. And, and then, then we, this bitch takes off on a tangent. Me? I, no, <laughs> no, no. I will not have it. Um. So, so it, y'all, they are, they are meeting uh, Toshiko at a restaurant and, and, and uh, Sunhee's husband's there, and we see a glimpse of Sunhee's mom, and it all makes sense. Wow, she is like the carbon copy of her. She's gorgeous, but it is like she's a hundred and fifty percent. It's like y'all, her hair is so dyed blonde. It looks, <laughs> it looks like she's wearing a Farrah Fawcett wig. I mean, she, you know, she looks like Crazy Rich Asians, like a know, character in that you movie. You know how Lego people have those things that just like attach to their heads. It looks yeah. like her wig just like sticks in her head with a peg. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, she's beautiful. It's just but a like, lot, though. But she's, the make, but the makeup, full yeah, she's drag a queen, lot of work done, a lot of yeah. work. Full face i mean again it all makes it all makes sense why soon he is where she is it made me i would actually like to see some scenes where soon he interacts with her mother and her mother Same. shades the fuck out of her Same. because it would make soon he a little more empathetic because we think she's a bond villain she's like jason i don't jason. know if i can trust you with her in her way she's got the nastiest shithead stare they do. <laughs> By the way, Angela's lipstick this episode is horrible. Angelica. Angelica. What did I say? Angelica, Angela. Eliza. And Peggy. And Peggy. Um, I I I wanna say in general, their whole family makes really tough choices, makeup wise yeah, and look wise. It's, it's a problem. Uh Angelica's looking better, I think, with wardrobe wise. But the makeup needs to just start and restart over. Yeah, it needs yeah. to start over. Um, so basically, 
they, uh, oh, that's why their hair is black, because she had to dye her hair just black natural because she can't color her hair as a baby. And I bet soon he did it with her in solidarity. Because she got that to be the same. Same. The same. Same, same time. Same time. Um, so they're at the dinner, and they, y'all, they said, we're having this engagement dinner party. Y'all, it's six people in a private room <laughs> of, of a cheesecake factory. I'd also like to say... Sometimes you don't need to make an announcement for these things because things might not go the way you think they should. Doesn't stop them. They stand up in the middle and they say, and Jason says, so uh, I just want to let, let everybody know that um, we're engaged. We're engaged. Polite applause because everyone knew. Polite applause. And, so, and soon he has already prefaced this and said, I had a mother-in-law who absolutely hated me. Right. Shocker. And I was never accepted in the relationship, so I have this concern. I want this for her. So that's why she's, like, nervous about yeah. this, too. Now, I will say, Toshiko, at the time when they say she's, uh, they're, they're getting engaged, she immediately looks like she ate some bad abalone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, now, and she goes, she kind of goes, oh. Oh. And then immediately soon, he's like, toast. Toast and soon his mother says, Happy, 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 happy. Then they then. make the announcement, and we're also expecting cut to Toshiko, who is now looks like she's trying to pass a kidney stone. <laughs> she, she literally just goes, She all she actually goes, She does, she goes, Oh, what? <laughs> Her, gonna go good. Her face screws up in such a way that the only thing she is desperately trying to get something out of her urethra. She, uh, it's really bad. She hates Angelica yeah, so much. She does. And I think the problem is Jason's got his own smothered. Uh, <sighs> he probably treats his mom, but it's a different kind of smother that he uh, doesn't share a lot with his mom because she's he's afraid of her judgment. Because, y'all, we marry the people we know. Exactly. And that's what he knows, is that's the mother. Think, hear that again, y'all. You, you, you commit to the people you know, unless you make a, a great change to know what you need. There's a difference in that. I don't know. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know a lot of the people I'm, like, banging after midnight, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. I'll let the audience analyze that. <laughs> Y'all, that's the first episode of Smothered Season 3. Season we're, 3. I'm excited, excited for, new, for new mom and daughter couples. Yes, I am too. I think as y'all, it's a little inside, but my uh, I have a, a friend who's a, one of the producers on this show. And because I emailed him immediately and said, where the fuck is Mary and Brittany? And he said, I promise you, it's the craziest season yet. So... Oh. Oh, 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 so I know you're saying it's safe now, Poodle, but you might have to. It might no. be like two weeks ago on Extreme Sisters when you said this show isn't so when bad. Was, like this is going good when it was like the doldrums, and then and, suddenly, and suddenly, pang, 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 with my vagina, <laughs> smell, 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 with my sis have <sighs> your birth. Yeah, I won't oh go into God. it. We we have been told, by the way, I need to say. Uh, I did ask um, 
who wants their period. And I, and I had this thought of that. That's yes, ours extreme. Yes. So you won't be pregnant. I, I was aware of that. And also, so you get over PMS. Um, but I just thought it was strange when a, when a woman said, can I smell your crotch so I can get my period over with? Uh, Which and almost everyone strange. we talked to said that's fucked up. Uh, we but did have someone a lot saying, of women do want to start their a lot of women do want to start their period because it makes them feel better. Didn't know that, and we did not know that. We didn't so, know. That. This so this is two gay men talking. We learning more every day. In our defense, we didn't say this has to be the way it is. We were like, we don't know. Anyway, yeah. so y'all, that's um, the show. That's the show. Go to realitygayspodcast.com. Now, I know we've been thinking of mothers, but if you think of your father and you want to send them a cameo where Poodle sexualizes <laughs> them, or I call them daddy, just send no, them you, come out of the cameo. you're the one who sexualizes their father. Do not, I, don't do, know, I do some type of Civil War letter. Yeah. I do have yeah. two Civil War letters for fathers, and they are both, I will, I am sexualizing both of their fathers <laughs> in the... <laughs> Y'all, my, if you're getting a cameo from me, you know what you're getting already. So I can't <laughs> you better not you you know what you're getting. I'm not subtle. I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that. Got that. It's clear. <laughs> Expectations met. What is there what is our sign off we do with this? I don't know if we um maybe we don't uh, have one. Uh, it's, it's oh, been so do. long. What is it? So, y'all, we're glad to be back. We're good to see you. Uh, it's good to be here. We're excited to go forward. Go to realitygayspodcast.com. We want to remind you we are covering 90 Day Foodie Call, but we're doing it on Instagram. We're doing Instagram. On our Instagram. In our Instagram reels and our stories. So, if you want to see those, follow us on Reality Gays Podcast. So you got to subscribe to that. Those will start dropping. Like, y'all, I made that fucking fuck soup. And Let we're going to do every that. episode. They're going to take time just because we're live. Kind of, I'm in Houston, and we're figuring out stuff. But we're going to do them all. Hopefully, by the end of this month. But so, y'all. But speaking of food, remember, no matter where you are in life, you there's always one thing you can eat, poodle. And what's that? Crab cake. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.